Bill O'Reilly here, Tuesday, October 20th, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. Senator McConnell pushes his so-called skinny stimulus bill. Europe bringing back the shutdown to stop COVID. The pandemic now affecting America's general health in other ways. Late-night comics target Donald Trump while ignoring Joe Biden. Disney warning viewers its own movies depict, quote, racist stereotypes. Also ahead, two weeks before the vote, which are the most crucial states? But first, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell urging lawmakers to pass his $500 billion COVID relief package before Election Day. The bill would allocate a half trillion directly towards payment protection programs, health care, and more unemployment benefits. Speaker Nancy Pelosi's plan in the House is five times bigger at $2.5 trillion. The USA currently owes more than $30 trillion just to provide some perspective. Cases of COVID in Europe surpassing North America for the first time since April. The UK, Germany, Italy, Spain, and France closing more segments of their economies. Folks in London now banned from visiting each other's homes or congregating in groups of more than six. New survey from one poll says the pandemic is having a negative impact on health in unrelated ways. 42% report increased back pain due to inactivity. A fifth of Americans say they're suffering from insomnia. Another 20% have canceled their annual physical to avoid the doctor's office. A study from George Mason University finds 97% of political jokes from the late night people are aimed at Donald Trump, 3% at Joe Biden. Walt Disney Pictures placing new disclaimers on their own movies, claiming animated films like Peter Pan, Dumbo, Aladdin, and others contain characters that may offend some viewers. The 12-second warning states, quote, these stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. We want to acknowledge its harmful impact and learn from it, unquote. In a moment, the states that will decide the upcoming election. Right back with that. Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Two weeks, we'll be voting. So let's take a look at the crucial swing states. Now, we are analyzing based upon the realclear.com average of polling organizations, including 
Harris, Reuters, Ipsos, Emerson College, CNBC, Quinnipiac College, Rasmussen, and Fox News. All except Rasmussen historically favor Democrats. Pennsylvania is a very crucial state for both Biden and Trump. Right now, the consensus is Joe Biden 49%, Donald Trump 45%, obviously close to the margin of error. Anything could happen in Pennsylvania. Florida, a virtual tie. Biden 48, Trump 47. I believe President Trump will win Florida. North Carolina, Biden 48, Trump 46. I believe Donald Trump will win North Carolina. Georgia, Biden 48, Trump 47. Again, a virtual tie. I believe Donald Trump will win Georgia. And the reason I say Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia will go to Trump is because there is a very heavy Republican registration in those states. Now on to Ohio, a very crucial state, as everybody knows. Donald Trump won it last time around. This time, he's ahead, the president is, by 1.4746. That is a razor thin. I don't know who's going to win Ohio. Wisconsin has Biden at 49, Trump at 44. I do believe Joe Biden will probably win Wisconsin. Iowa, dead heat again. Biden 48, Trump 47. I believe Donald Trump will win Iowa. Michigan, now here's a state that is all over the place. So the consensus on Real Clear has Biden 50, Trump 43. But the Trafalgar poll, very accurate last time around, has Trump in the lead. So I can't call Michigan. If I had to bet today, I'd say Biden wins it, but it's anything that happened there. Arizona, where Donald Trump's spending a lot of time, Biden 49, Trump 46. Once again, the Trafalgar poll has Trump winning there. I think Trump will take Arizona. Nevada, Biden 49, Trump 46. Heavy union voting in Nevada, but there's a backlash against the socialistic stuff. I can't call Nevada. If Trump wins Nevada, he could win the election, if all my other predictions are correct. Now, the betting odds are usually pretty accurate. You cannot bet in the USA. It's against the law, but you can bet in London. And right now, Biden has a 60 percent chance to win among the bookies, Trump 40 percent. That's closer than you might think. All right, so the debate on Thursday, uh, that's got to be a big win for Trump if he wants to be reelected. So Biden's going to hit him hard on COVID, no doubt, because there's a coordinated effort right now to make Trump look incompetent on COVID. The president will fight back on the economy. It's going to be a real dicey debate. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve that message by writing it. Please consider my new book, Killing Crazy Horse. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. 
American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 156 years ago today, in 1864... President Abraham Lincoln officially established Thanksgiving as a federal holiday, a time for families to celebrate their blessings from the previous year and prepare for the harsh winter ahead in the northern precincts. Here's the story. The ongoing Civil War was taking its toll on President Lincoln. The Union Army had suffered a series of defeats against the Confederacy in 1862, but things had started to turn around the next year. After the Battle of Gettysburg, President Lincoln declared that the fourth Thursday of every November, from then on, would be a national day of Thanksgiving. The idea was not new. North Americans had been celebrating the holiday in some form, dating back to the Pilgrims. But Lincoln put it on the books. On October 20th, Abe issued the following proclamation, quote, It has pleased Almighty God to prolong our national life another year. Therefore, I, Abraham Lincoln, President of the United States, do hereby appoint and set apart the last Thursday in November next as a day which I desire to be observed by all my fellow citizens, wherever they may be, as a day of thanksgiving and praise to Almighty God." America would celebrate the holiday uninterrupted until 1939. President Franklin Roosevelt moved Thanksgiving to the third Thursday in November, hoping an extra week between Turkey Day and Christmas would boost the economy. Everyone hated the switch, so in 1941, two years later, FDR moved Thanksgiving back to the last Thursday in November. And here's something else you might not know. The holiday's most iconic dish, turkey, was not served up at the first Thanksgiving. According to records, the big feast dates back to 1621 and included 50 pilgrims and 90 Native Americans. The menu included deer, duck, roast geese, oysters, lobster, eel, and fish. Pumpkins were consumed, but no pumpkin pie. Each dish was eaten with knives, spoons, and fingers, forks would not arrive in the new world for another 10 years. Back after this. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. 
No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.